Okay, so we're talking about Chinuch. We're already talking about Hakdamas for Chinuch. Now, as Bedesh, we'll still get to talking about practically ways to, and stages, <coughs> how to, how to, how to encourage, how to transmit certain ideas or train a child in certain ways. But we're still talking about Hakdamas, which come before that. We spoke about the first thing is the outlook of what Chinuch is meant to be. We spoke about last time, and that is. One has to always remember the stage and the age a child's holding back. Because to overdo chinuch and force a child who's not ready, emotionally or developmentally, to do something which is maybe the parent thinks is the right thing to do, but for him it's not, isn't chinuch, it's just negative. Now, we gave examples. Last week, uh, forcing a child to sit in shul, or just causing to hate shul, or forcing him to do things which he doesn't understand, doesn't re- not ready for it, just causing a slag, this uh, opposition to it. That was this work about last time. And today I want to talk about another haktama, another, uh, so to speak, preface before chinuch, which is very important. When we talk, and it's not just chinuch one's children, this is already a principle which is nagea any time a person wants to influence other people. Whether it's a Talmudim, whether it's just as, as in the case of Avramavina, the whole world, and you say God. And that is, they ask the question, they ask the question, that Abraham wasn't the first person to go on a Kirif campaign and try and bring people to the Chavu to recognize Hashem. Before we had Noach. And uh, Noach, for 120 years, was building the table, and he was warning his door, there's going to be a marble, you're going to get killed, the Chavu. Rashi Chazal here notes the drushes kalapidim. You get fiery drushes, and Nach uh, was the most unsuccessful makarif. Not a single person changed. 120 years of giving drushes, and not one person did shiver. Not one person became a tzaddik because of it. And it's hard to understand. We understand Avraham Avinu was super successful, and so Nefesh Hashem also b'charon. There were thousands of people. Recall the Amalek Avraham, like the Bible calls them, the nation of who accepted the God of Avraham. There were thousands of people who Avram influenced and because of that came to Yemana. But what was different in the method that Avram used and that Noach used? And that made Avram so much more successful. Again, it's not just the fact that Avram was an expert at what he was doing. The Chazal talked earlier about the, the like a Margolis, but the Shonish Avram Avinu. There was a diamond in Avram's mouth. And the first we explained it, not literally a diamond, but Avram's Kaya Chadibur. so convincing and so clear. And when he explained things, it made so much sense. He was very good at convincing people. But there's another point also. Because that might explain the matter of Avram. Noach also gave good rushes. So what, what was the difference that made Avram successful and Noach not? A lot of the fashion have addressed this in lots of different ways. And it could be a lot of different points are true. It's not, it doesn't have to be only one Nukoda, but there is one uh, fundamental Nukoda which I want to talk about today. And that is that how is a Rama Karafiva? What, what was the tool of Rama used? And the answer is the way of Rama's people was, you know, he brought them into his tent, he fed them, he looked after them, and then afterwards, when they felt Takaras Atav, they said, Ram, you've done so much, how do we, do we need to pay you? What should we do in return? 
then that was the right time to, to introduce him to Emunah. Now, there was a question we've spoken about previously about why Abraham used Chesed as a way to bring people to Emunah. There's a depth in that also, that's not what I want to talk about today. There's a second point also, and that is that the Aleph base of trying to influence somebody else is that you f- they feel that you're interested in what's good for them. You feel that you're, that you're trying to help them. They feel you're trying to help them. And then when a person's receptive, because he feels this person's helping me, this person's interested in me, this person wants what's good for me, then that prepares, so to speak, the person to listen to what you have to say to him. And therefore, after Avram has given the best that he has to his guests, and he says, I'm, not, I'm, I'm doing this just as chesed, I don't want anything back from you. So the natural way a person's going to feel is a certain, a certain amount of gratitude. Wow, you've done so much for me. I didn't deserve it, I'm not even paying you for it. There's a certain feeling that this person is good to me. And besides, for the Rav, we've spoken previously, a different machshava also in why he wanted to use it as a way to bring people to Hashem. And we said it once before, as a way to show to people that Hashem does chesed too. But there's another point here also. And that is they're in a position where they're willing to be makabal. They're willing to be makabal because you feel that somebody who's interested in what's good for you, therefore what they tell you is also interested in what's good for you. So you've created the, so to speak, the basis, the background, that now they were willing to listen to you. <coughs> Whereas Noach, Noach is exactly the opposite. He was on his table, he was yelling at the door of Mabel downstairs, you're showing Gemurim, you're all going to die, Hashem's going to kill you in a Mabel. And as drushes could appear him, were very fiery drushes, that's not necessarily going to work. It doesn't work because if a person feels rechok, a person feels distance from a person, that he feels that uh, you're threatening me, you're, you're against me, you're kilo, not on my side. You're coming to warn me about punishment because you, we're, 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 we're enemies. So then you're not going to have any effect on that. You're not going to have any effect on that. That's not what the Nevi did. Yeah, we'll come to the end of that. This is the story of what the mission says. If, even if the goal is Makarva and Atayra, but it has to come from a point of Ayasabriyas. It has to first come from a point of people feel you're interested in what's good for them. You're interested in helping them. And then from that point of view, if I'm, saying, I'm trying to help you, I'm suggesting something which I think is good for you, I'm giving you advice which is the Tevascha. It's the Tevascha. Then a person's willing to accept it. Whereas if I think someone's just like, threatening me to punish me because... Uh, he doesn't agree with me. He's 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 against he's against me. He's opposing me, and he's warning me. Then it doesn't engender feelings of I'm interested in listening to him. Uh, maybe if I'm threatened enough, I might be forced to listen. I don't want to get punished. But it's definitely not going to work on the sense of in the sense of I feel that you're interested in helping me, and therefore I've lost the basis of of what's going to make people want to listen to me. The other phase of you want you want to be able to influence people. Other phase has to be over Sabrius. In other words, that you, you are interested in helping other people, and not only that, the people you're trying to help feel that too. They also feel that you're interested in helping them, and that's why they want to listen to you. Because just like I can, I can do what's good for you by, by giving you <coughs> a free meal, like and I can do what's good for you by offering you chesed or whatever it's going to be, and that's I'm interested in helping you too. I'm offering you good advice. And the MS is, this principle is so true. That even when HaKadosh Baruch Hu talks to us in the Torah, He talks to us like that. And like the Apostle says at the end of Eishchanan, وَيَتَوَيْنَ هَشَمَ لِكَيْنَ لَاسِسْ كَلَمْ عَيْسِ مَعِيلَ لِتَوِيْبْ لَوْنُ كَلَا يَوْمِبْ 
Why does Hashem take us to the mitzvahs? Because it's good for us. And Chazal said, Hashem waited until He took us out of Mitzrayim, and He took us through the Midbar, and He gave us the man, and He gave us the, and he gave us the, the miraculous waters from the bare Miriam, and the Nani Yaakovit. And after Kanai Yisrael had gotten used to getting so much from Hashem, think about it, waking up every day to sing the Nani Yaakovit. Every time they were hungry, there was man falling from Shemayim. Every, all the Nisim. Why was it necessary? Because that's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes and says, I'm offering you the Torah. Kanai Yisrael have been primed. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there to help us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is being good to us. And that sets the necessary background that now we want it to be Makabu. Uh, uh, then again, when the Torah is given to us, a number of times, it's the same idea. Hashem repeats it a number of times. I'm doing this because it's good for you. I'm giving you something which is the best thing for you. And we can believe that because we see altogether Hashem is doing what's good for us. Hashem took us out of Mishraim, which is good for us. Hashem took us in the Midbar, which is good for us. Hashem promised us Adam Abba, which is good for us. And therefore we get our Kodesh Baruch is interested in helping us. And now Hashem says, I'm telling you, Rabbi Isai, it's not good for you to eat ref. It's not good for you to mechal Shabbos. It's not good for you to do whatever the things the Torah asks us to do. We accept it happily because we understand it's coming from a point of Hashem has already established his credentials. I want to help you. I'm trying to do chesed for you. This is part of the chesed. But if it's going to come the other way around, and it's going to come that without, that, without that, so to speak, initial stage, it's going to come, you have to do, you have to do, you have to do, oh, you're ruining my life. You're making all these restrictions on me. We, we're going to become enemies like that. But then the Nukura of, of being able to influence somebody else, the Nukura of being able to have hashpa on somebody, has to start from the point of, has to start from the point of that there's a hargasha of the Torah. What he's doing is good for us. There's a famous story about Rabbi Lapian. He's a shiva in Chassidim. So like in most yeshivas, um, Rabbi Bachel's job is to wake everyone up for shachris. So he pointed a certain point to be the vacuum to go around and wake everyone up for shachris. And this boy came back after a few days of the day. It's not working. He's, working for, he's trying to wake you up, but not getting up. So Rabbi told him, told me something. When you go and wake up the boys for shachris, what were you thinking? Right. Are you thinking, I'm trying to help this Bachel, like, not the Mishra, it's my Tfil and Yeshiva? Or are you trying to think, like, Gavri, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and he said more than that. He said, you can only go to be successful waking people up for davening if you'd be willing to bring them a cup of coffee as well. If you're willing to go to every boy with a cup of coffee to wake up, you'll work, you'll get up. If you don't want to do it, you're not doing your job. Now, what's the Yisrael is trying to say? It's the same point, just in a more practical way. And that is, if a person feels, you're trying to help me, not only that you bring me, a, you're preparing a coffee for me. It's a certain feeling of you trying to help me. Okay, I, I hear what you're saying or what you're trying to tell me to do in a different context. My shankin, if it's something which I don't think you're trying to help me, you're just trying to force me to do something which I don't want to do, so then it's going to generate this nagdus. It's going to generate opposition. And therefore the other place of being able to successfully influence somebody has to start from a point of that I want to do what's good for them. Now, even though we find the Nevim also give us very strong tzachacha, even the Torah gives us very strong tzachacha. But it never starts like that. It always starts with the point that you're trying to help. And sometimes you have to warn someone how bad something is. I'll tell you what's going to happen if you do it. But you have to always establish your credentials first as the Edsim you're interested in helping. And we see this by the Nevim too. They were chosen as Nevim because they were interested in helping Klai We can give examples, uh, each individual novi, but the Nakoda is, uh, they, be- they, they didn't begin their career, so to speak, as being the agents of coming to predict uh, punishment and threatness. On the contrary, these are our leaders. 
It's just like today, the same Godel who spends hours every day on Zering Shailas and giving advice and giving brachos and trying to, confi- and con- trying to give people consolation. And he was saying, Sarah, boys, I'm warning you, if you have, you're doing things wrong, it's going to bring a punishment. So we don't think, whoa, so, oh, what happened? He suddenly hates us? No, it's, it's part of a, what we understand him as somebody who's doing what's good for us. And I think the Chavetz Chaim is the best example. And the Chavetz Chaim, everyone realizes, and it's none. He spent his life trying to help the Israel. Whether it's Yachid, whether it's a rabbi, whether it's trying to give people Aitzis, Brachas, whatever it's going to be. And in some of his writings, he warns, he says, well, the way Kaisal acting is going to bring to a Holocaust, it's going to bring to a destruction. What, do you think he hates us? It's coming from a place of somebody who we've always seen is interested in helping us. That enables a person to be able to give advice. That enables a person even to give direction and sometimes even to warn. Threaten punishment because it's understood in the context of this is somebody who's interested in helping us. Now, it doesn't mean always people are going to take their advice. It doesn't mean always people are going to listen. They listen to the Nabi Mida always. But at least it was understood from a point of that it's coming from somebody who wants to help us. It's not coming from somebody who hates us. He's like our enemy. He's trying to get us. This is the, before we get to the Chinuch aspect, where this is even more important, even more, so to speak, noticeable, is a person is in his teaching, in whatever context he's teaching. And the way it works is that every year you get a new class, or every year's man you get a different time made, whatever it's going to be. So the first thing the teacher has to do is establish a feeling with the Talmud that I'm interested in helping you. That's what I'm here for. I'm coming to teach you because I want to help you. I want to t- I, I encourage you to grow. I want to, you to learn the subjects I'm trying to, to make it easy for you or enjoyable for you, whatever it's going to be. Because if that's the case, then I can give instruction also. But if it's going to start from the fact of, okay, these are the rules, you better listen. It's not going to cause anybody in, to be interested in learning. Again, you might threaten them to do it. They might be scared of the punishment. But are they going to want to learn? For sure not. Are they going to want to make a couple? For sure not. Again, the last mission. I was at first, because that's the necessary step to first offer some carbon letter. And if that's the case, so then the same you cite is 100% more a prerequisite by a person who wants to their children. And that is, it always has to come from an nakoda of that the child does, the atzim, you're telling me this, or even you're punishing me, because you want to switch me. And therefore, if the way that the child always sees the parent as somebody who's investing what's good for them, someone who shows he's interested in what's good for them, someone who takes care of them, and then you're also telling me this is the right thing for you to do, I'm giving you good advice, then, then it gets taken as something which you're doing what's good for me. Whereas if the parent's only interaction, or primary interaction, is just to give musa, is just to... Is just to uh, to instruct or to punish or to threaten or whatever it's going to be, then it loses any effectiveness. Because the, the child was come to Maskana, my parents are against me. They're not trying to help me. They're trying to they're trying to force me to do something. It's one of the reasons why Mishnah Melech and Mishnah he talks about um, he talks about two psukim. He talks about a son a father punishing a son. But the Hemshak of the Pasuk is that it causes them to be misratze. Uh, for example, okay, uh, the Pasuk says that uh, the, the Pasuk says it's like a father can punish his son, but like a, the, the, the son is misratze. In other words, he knows that it, it creates a ratze, it creates a, a connection. Uh, because why? 
the, the, if the son understands that it's coming from a place that the father is always interested in helping him, and now we may know that uh, he has to punish also, or he has to threaten also, so it's coming from a place that you want what's good for me. But if you don't know that first point, there's no Yisraeli, there wasn't a, fe- a previous level of connection between them, so then, the positive is, you have Hashem Yechiyach, or Aval Ben Yerzim. Because Baruch who he loves, is Mechiyach. Now, we have, we have to feel that. We have to feel that. And that is that Hashem is Mechiyach because he loves us. Which means you have to feel the love first. And then, the Yechach is effective. It brings us closer. If a person doesn't feel like that, he thinks is that the person's punishing just because he's there, he's, he hates me, just because he's trying to, like, he, he enjoys making a, like, causing suffering, whatever the case might be, it's not going to cause a closeness, it'll just cause a distance. Which is why, this is very important as far, it's not just psychology, which is why the age where a person has to show chesed to their children, build a connection with them, even at a younger age, you can be mechanech. For a child who's too young to mechanech, but you can still work on developing a connection with them. You can still get them the feeling that my parents are always helping me, my parents are always interested in me, my parents are always here to do what's good for me, my parents are always here for me to rely on. And that's a very necessary stage in development. Because when that's been built and that's been strengthened enough, so then that same parent who's always interested in helping me and always interested in doing what's good for me is advising me this is what's the right thing to do. Take it that it's coming from a place of I'm trying to help you. It's coming from a place I want to do what's good for you. And the reason why it needs this background, why I'm emphasizing it, is because naturally people don't feel like that. Naturally people feel what they want to do is what's good for them, and everyone who interferes with what they want to do is doing something bad to them. I want to eat all the sweets and all the candy and the sweets in the closet. And now you're not letting me, so you're doing what's bad for me. I wanted to do it. I wanted to, uh, to ride my bike outside without a helmet. And you're telling me I can't. So I wanted that that's what's good for me. And what you're telling me I can't do is bad for me. The natural way people feel is if you prevent me doing what I want to do, you, you, you're interfering with me. You're doing something bad for me. And therefore, it's very important that, that the, the, the way that the reason that the child won't feel like that is because it's a stereo bay. Because Haraya, the, the person who's, who you think is doing bad for you, preventing you doing what you want, is the person who's always doing good for you. So it can't be that suddenly they're doing bad for you. They're always being good to you. They're always giving you so much. Mm-hmm. So al you have to come to the maskana that they're doing good for you. Which I mean, and the point is like this. It needs a certain maturity, which most children don't have, to realize what you're telling them is good for them. They don't realize that. If you tell someone, I don't want you to eat all the kakia candy, you'll think, it's bad. You, you, you're interfering with me. You're doing something bad for me. I want to. It's tasty. You tell me, I don't need to do that. I think it's dangerous. He wants to. So you, the natural feeling is, you're doing something against me. To have the maturity to understand why the parents are saying it and why it's good for you needs more maturity than most children have. It needs a certain perspective, a certain understanding which children are too young to, to, to follow. But the one thing that they can have is that it, 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 it can't be that the parent is always doing good for me, is doing bad for me. And that's why it's important to first build that, you, you saw it up, that feeling and that connection that the child feels comfortable, confident. My parents are always going to help me. And that's why, even if you don't understand why I'm telling you not to do something, you, know, you think I'm, being, I'm doing something bad to you, you have to understand yourself, it can't be like that. And then again, it's the same thing with the Torah. If we were Mukubali more, we understood how things work, and we understood the missions of the Torah are bad some good for us. What Hashem is telling us not to do is bad some because it's destroying us. Just, we often don't see that. We want to do something, we have whatever type it is, and we not, we, the Torah prevents us. 
So we are able to understand the oymek and, and the spirituality of why it's being prevented. And a person can feel like a rasa. He always interfering with me. Everything I want to do is saying in his rasa. And therefore, it has to come from the same point. Right? Hashem has proved himself to be the one who's always doing good for you. Hashem has proved himself to be the one who's always interested in taking care of you. And if he's saying you not to do it, then you have to understand that if it's coming from Hashem, it's because it's good, not because necessarily you understand that. Then you wouldn't have the question. But even if you don't understand it, it has to come from a place of tough. And why this is even more important, once I come to the question, is when we see what, not just what Hashem instructs us, but we see what Hashem does. Because Hashem does punish sometimes. People get sick, people lose money, people even die. And our first thing is, people suffer. Wow, Hashem, you must hate me. Why did He punish me like that? Why did He give me such a big mark? And the answer always is, and that is, remember, HaKadosh Baruch is doing this. Hashem has proved Himself He's interested in what's good for you. HaKadosh Baruch has shown the whole way He's, he's doing chesed. So I don't understand why it's a chesed. I don't understand why it's good for me. Okay? So I'll leave it as a question. But I have the Hanukha. It has to be a chesed. Because I see every, all the good things Hashem does is the top of it. And if I'm used to everything Hashem does is good, is for good. So even the things which I don't see as good, I see as very painful. But I have to understand it's the top because otherwise it's a stereo. What's Hashem doing? It's been good to me, it's been bad to me. And therefore, one always has to focus on, I'm saying, when, when relating to HaKadosh Baruch look how much good Hashem does. Because therefore that establishes the fact Hashem is doing good. And sometimes I don't understand the good and sometimes I don't, don't, definitely don't feel like it's good. And I'm like, okay, I have a question. I don't know why you do this to me, but it has to be good. I'll still be doing it. Now, put that back into the mind of a little child. You take your child to the dentist, and he goes through half an hour of torture. You think, why did my parents do this to me? That this is still I have blood in my teeth. And why, 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 why? You might not understand, you might not be old enough to understand. But, if you understand, it wasn't some stranger that dragged him into the dentist, it was his father or his mother. I took him there, and was waiting with him there, took him there. He has to understand. There's a certain level of, uh, I don't understand why you're doing this, but uh, a certain feeling, well, I know you're doing what's good for me. I know you're always interested in what's good for me. And even when a parent, a parent has to vanish, there are times when it's necessary. <coughs> Once again, that's uh, a, okay, a when a person has to punish in the same context, he has to punish his children, it's only ever going to work. If the child feels that my father really loves me. Because if he doesn't, then he's going to think, you just stop. The person is punished, you're a sadist, enjoy how you feel. You like hurting little kids. And that's why he feels that you've, you've gained nothing. You've gained nothing. All he's going to think is you're a bad person. Bashankan, if this, the, the understanding is first clear that if the child feels my father really loves me, my father really cares for me, my father's really interested in helping me, so then if that's the case, so then, even if I don't understand why I'm being punished, but at least it doesn't change the way I look at the person. I understand this in the context of someone who is interested in helping me. Yeah. Um, so, are you saying that they're not old enough to understand in terms of the but you still start with this, with this relationship even when they're younger? That means that they, they have the logic to understand... The feeling. That. The feeling. They have the confidence, and they have the love, and they have the connection, and they feel that... You, 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 someone is helping me. Someone is good to me. Someone is doing what's right for me. Good to someone is, is not just what you can try to do. 100%. Because every parent does for a child. No, but so, every parent does things. If they don't build a good. connection, so then the, the child doesn't connect that. And then the code we're talking about is Dafka building a connection that the child feels the parents always do for. The child feels the parents always so, take care of him. 
for a small child, when he can't even talk to him, what would be the difference between taking care of him where he won't feel anything, where you're taking care of him and you're building this relationship and ongoing Kesha? Exactly how you deal with him. You know, it's the fact that you're giving clean clothing every day and giving food every day. It doesn't come with a cashier, it just comes with a service. So you can't speak, does he put a smile on your face? You tell him smile, you're you hold him, you calm him down, you make him feel good, whatever it's going to be. There's a, there's a personal connection. Yeah, every parent does. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. How do I? Mm-hmm. How do I? And you have to keep it up. But he doesn't have, he's holding it. Is there any simon on the child's reaction to see if he feels like it's the punishment comes out of love or out of Yes, that is your response. No, no child likes to be punished. Not ask you punished, but is a response going to be, so you hate me. You punish me because you hate me. Whatever, whatever age or stage a child is, how they're going to express it, it'll be different. But if that's the reaction, then there's a problem. Because then again, I'm not gaining anything. If the, if the child got out of the experience, my father hates me, so I gain nothing. I just ruin the relationship. It has to come from a point of that my father's punishing me. I don't like it. I don't like being punished, but it's, it's not coming because he hates me. And again, you have to see it. My initial Hashem also. No one wants to be punished. And some of the Hashem has to be punished. But if the result's going to be that Hashem hates me, look at that to me, then it, it achieved nothing. It won't make a person closer to Hashem, and then he won't gain whatever he's meant to get for the punishment. Never has to come from the same Makuda first. The Shrofa loves me. I understand why he's doing this to me, but I have, and, and it has to be something good for me, or Hashem wouldn't do it. Now, one, that's the first point. So there's one second point I want to talk about. And this is a more Shriach problem, which is not added to seconds. And that is, if that's the case, then besides for the, the starting point, and that is, it has to build the connection and the feeling that my father's interested in doing what's good for me, and my father's interested in helping me, that, there's another second point, and that is the Asay. I'm talking about, now I'm talking about the say, what not to do. And that is, that when I punish a child, or I give instructions to the child, it has to be clear to the child that I'm doing it for him and not for me. Because Berega the child thinks that what you're doing is for you and not for him, then there's not, there's, he doesn't feel that you're helping him. On the contrary, you're doing this for yourself. You're doing this for you, you're just using me. And if that's the case, any chinuch benefit you've lost. In other words, if I want the child to do something because I'm thinking this is good for you, if you can't understand if it's old enough, or you can't at least get the feeling, I'm interested in what's good for you. Okay? So you can understand it. But if I'm doing I'm making a child do something which is good for me, not for him. So then, you're just using me. You're, just, you're stronger than me. You're forcing me to do something I don't want to do. And it's not good for me. Imagine, obviously it doesn't work like that, but imagine if the Torah would be written in a way that there are a lot of things which are bad for you, but, you know, there's uh, some uh, spiritual reason which uh, the Shemaim will benefit from if you do. But it's, it's, uh, you're not going to get anything from it. It's just, it's the man, some other reason. Of course it's going to be, well, people are going to say, well, I have to suffer, I have to do something that I don't want to do because someone else is going to get from it. Of course it's not going to work. The Hanukkah why it works is because, like the Torah says, it's not for Hashem, it's for you. Hashem doesn't need it. It's all for you. And if a person thinks about it for a second, if, if you're going to... To train your children to do something, it has to come with that same regard. I'm doing what's best for you. The bracket becomes I'm doing what's best for me, not for you. So then the child will think, you know, you're still in me, you're still in you. Now, why is this a technical problem? Because it's overlaps a lot of things that parents for children to do, which are not, 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 not for the child, it's for the parent. And it's not wrong. The, the parent has things they need to. If, if uh, my children are busy playing again, Happy though, but I'm quiet. I want the room clean, whatever it is. Uh, you have to clean up, then you have to go. Wow, what are we doing? What's 
it's for me. It's only the, if, if, no, it's not awesome for a parent to have their wants also. But if the child always feels that you're making me do is what you want, not, was not, you, like, everything is what's good for you and what's good for me. Everything you tell me to do is because that's what you need, that's what you want. Uh, then why should I listen to you? You, 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 you bad some aren't interested in what's good for me. This is a much more shkiach issue. So then again, we said this before, we said again. You have to separate between uh, the, like setting house rules, which is a way a functional family can run, and chinuch. Things which the parents might need for their own sanity or their own mahalach, how they're going to run the home. It's not awesome, but don't mix it up with chinuch. If I want my children to go to seven, bed at 7 o'clock because it's just enough time in the whole day already, that's nothing to do with chinuch. It might be for myself. And again, a person a person's allowed to have things that they want. But it's not chinuch. Chinuch is I'm doing what's best for the child. And there's a big difference between them. Because what, what, what I'm being mechanich is in the sense of you have to do this because it's good for you. And I want to help you. And I want to do what's best for you. And you have to understand it like that. Now, there's a different cheshmer. The areas where the parent has what I need or what I want to do. And therefore, I might have to tell the child, this is what I want. This is, you have to listen to me. Whatever the case might be. But don't, don't, don't the two concepts shouldn't overlap. He he's not mechanich. We're going to talk. We're going to talk how to do it. Uh, I mean, like I said, we're giving academics first, and that is to set the foundation. And what's coming from chinuch is with the mindset: this is what's good for my child. And it has to be always like that, because then whatever's in the chinuch category, the child is fulfilled. It's always good for me. There's going to be other rules. Sorry. To a certain extent, everything you do is good for the child because you're training him to kibbutz. If the kibbutz is good for him, is one thing. If the kibbutz is just because it's good for you, having a billion child helps you. And again, it's not for him; it's for you. So that, but I'm saying, it's not that parents can't ask for things. Because I just, I can't ask for anything because I might think the child might think of doing it for me. You're allowed to ask. For <coughs> You're allowed to have a functional home. You have to get the child to work with the way which works for you. But it's not chinuch. I'm going to mechalik in the next slide by the Shem. What's the difference between these two things? What's coming from the point of view of chinuch, and that is kol kule was good for you. Kol kule, I'm trying to help you. Kol kule from the point of um, that Ba'atzim, I have your best interest at heart. And what I'm telling you is what. what uh, because you can see I'm always interested in what's best for you. And this is coming from the same place. So, rules. The person can have rules which makes it easier for them to function. For example, telling your kids to throw their, do- their dirty laundry into the, wa- into the washing hand, whatever it is, that's not to do with chinuch so much. It just makes my life easier. And if that's the case, well, what I gain from it? Don't make it into a chinuch thing. You can say, listen, it helps me, please do this for me to help me, whatever the case. Maybe we'll talk about the differences. One example. To go to bed. Sorry? It teaches them to sit in the house. Then you're doing it to teach them to sit in the house. Why is it talking? Now, because there's a big difference. Uh, We're going to talk. There's a big difference how you do something. Uh, and suddenly so you want them to go to bed. So, yeah, Bavada, you want them to be serious, you want them to have a say, then you want them to be calmness and go to bed on time and not say another word. That's not the reason you're doing it. You're not t- trying to train them at this age and that. You're trying to get them to go to sleep so that you can do what you want to do without being disturbed. Okay, so it's not coming from a point of view of Hinoch. And that's the point. One can do both, but don't mix them up. Because the regular child thinks what you're saying is chinuch isn't chinuch. It's really just for yourself. And you've lost the credibility. You've lost the fact that it's coming from, I'm trying to help you. You're trying to use me to help yourself. And again, even a little child can sometimes feel that. And the way that something is, why it is this? Why can't I do what I want to do? So therefore, the thing is because it's coming from chinuch is always from the point of view of, this is the Tevasra. It's like Hashem tells in the Torah. 
what's coming as what's, what I'm trying to be mechanach always is coming from the point of because this is the best thing I can do I'm doing it for you I'm doing it for you I'm, 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 I'm here to help you and even when the child is too young to be trained so to speak in anything at least to get the feeling from, from when he's born to get the feeling that my parents primary interest is in helping me my parents are here to do what's good for me the more strong that feeling is, the more strong that uh, hargasha is, so then the easier it's going to be to, to give direction, to give advice, or even sometimes to give punishment, because it's coming from the mindset of, it's coming from the person who wants the best for me. The much you wrote before. The person who's me up with a cup of coffee, I think is more interested in helping me than the person who's trying, no, 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 I don't think at the same way he's trying to help me. There also... When we'll finish with one last point. Uh, of time, one spot, and that pasuk. Yes, Asher Yehavashim Yechirchus Avis Ben And that is, and this is an important point also. After the punishment, you have to show the Yerze. After the punishment, you have to show you still want to. He hasn't ruined the connection. Because if, if a person punishes and then keeps a distance, so then I think, well, now, well, I, did, well I did something wrong, and therefore you, you don't, you're not close and they may be punished at a distance also but if you punish and then, <coughs> uh, and then you show you're still close then it puts the punishment in context it wasn't coming from distance it was coming from closeness where Hashem does in history is, a, is an interesting thing we have to see the different examples of it but there's always that you said so share have you show he punishes but at the same time he brings close the punishment doesn't show that the relationship ended that Akira Hashem cut us off there's a year to it's coming from a point of punishment, which is still with the background of the, the classes. Yeah. But we know there's a concept of cars, a punishment of cars. So we, we have to give examples. There's also the Chorbam English. We have to give in each case the example of where the year is. <coughs> but it needs it. Because otherwise, it's, uh, it, 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 it threatens to lose the side with the Chimach is starting from. So there's always going to be a connection to your natural punishment. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye.